0: How do you do? The folks at Anchor FM feel it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to unfold the 167th episode of the Keep It to Yourself podcast, hosted and created by Jason Bullitt, a man of science who sought to create a podcast after his own image without reckoning upon God. I think it will thrill you. It may shock you. It might even horrify you. All I know is it's going to bore me to death. What are you talking about? So if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now is your chance to... uh, Well, we warned you. Happy Halloween, everybody. This is a Kitty Pod production. City in Hollywood. Hey man! Welcome to episode number 167 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name of course and as always is Jason Bullet. The regulator, innovator,
1: dominator, creator, a theater, plus the imitator, a fascinator baby. I demand the hour, the never the power, too sweet to be sour. That's right, it's me, Smokey Bear i'm your friend gosh what a neat
0: guy the cream of the crop nobody does it better baby baby and i'm coming to you once again from the rolling hills of saratoga county new york it's late october 2022 we're getting into halloween here for those of the hindu persuasion a happy and blessed diwali to all of you out there who celebrate But more importantly, if you're a sports fan like I am, and that takes a good number of you in, it's World Series time. And how about this? We have a guest for the first time in a long time. Well, that's really good. I've been getting tired of hearing you go on and on about random shit. Well, your ship has come in. And I got a first-timer here, a gentleman by the name of Andre Chow. Well, not just any gentleman, he's also a United States Marine. and we're going to chop it up all things world series houston astros how they put an absolute whoop into my club the new york yankees more on that later depressingly so so we'll talk to andre later and chop it up about all that other stuff but first you're going to be hearing my voice as i get ready to give the social media plugs for this here dog and pony show You can follow us on Twitter at Keep Underscore Podcast. There's also the Keep It To Yourself Facebook page. So check those out. New episodes come out whenever I get them up. Hey, no funny lines there. All right, folks. um, Hopefully not too long of a hiatus between episodes. So this is the vanity portion for any first-timers. And this is what's been going on in the life of one J. Michael Bullitt. A little stutter stuff there. Never mind. And a stutter stuff. Oh, we're off to a roaring start, ain't we? <laughs> anyway, I should think so. All right, get out of here. Come on. Walt Statler and Waldorf are back. We. Anyway, as I was trying to say before I really interrupted myself, I started my new job recently. Now... You're probably wondering, well, with COVID and everything, do you still go into an office? Well, I'm going to get to that later. But a little explanation first. I go to work at this place called BidNet, and their parent company is based in Montreal, as I stated in the last episode. Well, it was a bit of a fractious first day as I forgot my work laptop that I had to come back here to Bullet House and bring it back and make sure I take it with me and like that then we had some technical snafus we had to overcome the train schedule got all fakakta if you don't mind me saying so but it took some doing we had some first day jitters and we had some technical hurdles that we had to clear but by the time the previous wednesday arrived it was all good man we were getting some training done everything was going boom 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 and then my new supervisor said all right on friday you know, you're going to go on your own here, but we'll still be available if you need help. They put me on this little um, uh, chat on Microsoft Teams. Now, this is a little clue as to, you know, what how I operate now. It was just little old me in the office most days, and sometimes my boss would be in for all, if not part of the day. But on Friday, I entered a brave new world. Terra Incognita, if you will. I got to work here at Bullet House... For the first time ever so that meant i brought my laptop home i brought home all the necessary accoutrements and accessories so i had to take my laptop that i use for personal reasons take that out of there use the hardwired internet connection or ethernet cable from the wireless router put that in there and about by the time friday morning came 7:30 a.m that's the start of my shift i get off at 4 or log off really I'm ready to just kick butt and have myself a time. Or work hard and earn a living, you know what I'm saying? So, it was kind of unusual. Uh, I don't have the two usual occupants, or one and a guest. As I, as of recording, they are in Maine right now, in case you're wondering. Well, I didn't. Why did you have to bring it up? Oh, come on. Spoil spoiled sport. Get out of here, please. Whee. Um. So, I got to work from home, and it was... Quite a thrill. I mean, there was a I'm on the specifications team. So what am I doing exactly? Well, at home or in the office, I'm doing something that does involve data entry, but I'm actually researching content for all these government contracts from hither, dither, and yither across the United States of America. All municipal governments, you know, like uh park needs renovations or you know, water infrastructure, you know, all that stuff right there. And also you know various and sundries too so it's a great job i get paid two days from now this episode will drop right about that time i'll have my first paycheck as good as in my checking account Cha-ching. so looking forward to that but i gotta also address what happened at the old workplace i got uh, quite the send-off well i just got a card saying hey we'll miss you good luck in the new job and all that and that was it i was expecting some kind of reception and during my 10 o'clock break, but that never came to pass. All right, now back to the lecture at hand. So with this job, I mean, unlike the others I had in my adult working life, I actually had to go into an office and spend my day there. Now with the pandemic and everything, it's all changed. There are times that I would be the only one in the building, but I do have this option to work from home, which I have been doing um, actually for... Uh, not too long. I mean, just recently. Oh, I try to keep to the routine as best I can. I may be at home, but I'm as I'm at work too, you know. So there's that. And just keeping the routine. You know how we are. Those of us on the spectrum. I mean, back in the day, you went to work. You actually had to go into a building and do it. And you work from home. You're either self-employed or just an absolute nutbag, or both. Nowadays, I mean, with the pandemic, that's really changed everything. The technology's there to work from home or about anywhere. Now, I feel like you're actually going to the office, you're the weirdo. I feel that way sometimes. So, it's rather peaceful. I mean, being in an office park, having that ambient noise outside, like having airplanes fly overhead because it's right in the flight path, it's right near the airport. Or, you know, just having the solitude of the neighborhood in which I live. I'll take that all day and twice on Sunday. So I'm getting some work done. I can still communicate through Microsoft Teams if I need help with anything. And I'm part of the specs team, as I mentioned earlier. We've got weekly meetings Fridays at 9.30 in the morning. And every two weeks, I get the little town hall with the CEO. Now, as my parent company is based in Quebec, they decided to go bilingual. 11 o'clock in the morning... That's for uh, those who speak French. That's for the francophones. The English one will be at 1130. So there's that. It was kind of interesting, too, hearing from the CEO himself. Never had this at any of the other jobs on a frequent basis. So there's that. Well, I just want to let you know that things have been going good. I've uh, really enjoyed myself with this new job. I'm about a week and a half or so in as of recording. And let's just keep the good times rolling. All right, we go from the good times to the bad times here, and this is going to transition us into the main event of the afternoon or the evening or whatever it is you're listening. And I got to talk Yankees right here. Uh, This is not going to be a formal Jason Sports Corner, but uh, Yankees are not in the World Series. It's going to be the Houston Astros. A pathetic performance in the ALCS just got clean swept. Four games to none in a seven-game series. I thought the Yanks had some hope. They're like, "Off, oh, we're gonna mount the comeback right here." You now Aaron Judge disappear from the lineup, and he might disappear from the roster altogether. Rumors are he could be headed for another team, maybe out west. As of today, you know, you know, there's rumors to that effect. We don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Only time will tell. If the old saying goes, it would be a big loss for the Yankees if they didn't back up the Brinks truck for this guy. I'll tell you, you, know, you 62 home runs, ain't nothing to sneeze at. So, well, depression, and even that outweighed how great of a season the Giants are having. 6-1 and one among the class in the National Football Conference Eastern Division. I almost said the National League. What am I saying? There's different type of Giants what play in the National League. That's baseball. Anyway, Giants 6-1. and one. Uh, They're half a game behind the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Eastern Division. Now, you're probably wondering, 6-1 and one may as well be fool's gold. The one loss came against Dallas on Monday Night Football. And I remember watching that game the night of my Uncle Sid's funeral. Sorry, my voice almost broke. But either way, there some come-from-behind victories. The cardiac kids, I like to call them. But you're starting to think, well, have they beaten anybody of substance? Well, they played one team, as I mentioned earlier, with the Cowboys. And they lost on Monday Night Football. So, it's going to be interesting to see... Who's going to get the W on this one? I think the Giants take on Baltimore this coming week. We'll talk football again towards the end of the show. The Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. So you have that to look forward to at the end of the show. So that's the vanity portion. That's the mini Jason Sports Corner. But you're going to get a big taste of it. As we bring in our guest Andre Chow, talk to me from New Orleans, Louisiana, hit the old Zoom Zoom room. And we got to chop it up about all things baseball and leathernecks. Strange mix of that, but anyway, we're going to get you out to the interview right now. Thank you once again to Andre Chow for his appearance here on the Kitty Pod. And of course, I join all of America in thanking him for his service to our country. We certainly appreciate it. And all the veterans out there, too. Don't want to leave you out. Okay, before we bring this rickety flight home, it's about time we did some pod shout-outs. GFA Live, Peter Winston and Keith Langston did a live watch of an episode of WWF Superstars from September tenth, nineteen 1988. You can follow Pete on Twitter at GFA Live. And check out his YouTube channel, too. Some interesting stuff there, as well. The sportscasters... We had Steve Bennett bring on Joe Madden. Yes, that Joe Madden, the former Major League Baseball manager and 2016 World Series champion with the Chicago Cubs. And author Tyler Dunn rounded out the festivities with his book about tight ends. We recently celebrated National Tight End Day recently in the NFL. You can follow Steve and the podcast on Twitter at sports and on Instagram at sportscasters, all one word. And we also have the return of the 24-inch podcast, Steve and Diamond Dave, Hollywood Dave Rollins. I was calling Diamond Dave. Whoops, I'm keeping that in there. It was Hulk Hogan against Cowboy Bob Orton on WWF Superstars of Wrestling, May 23rd, 1987. You can follow him on Twitter at 24 inch podcast. The Break It Down Show. Pete Turner had Kevin McNamara, who wrote a book about being born and raised in Detroit. You can follow the show at Break It Down Show and the host of St. Pete A. Turner at Pete A. Turner across all your social media. The Loyal Little's Podcast, Chuck and Roxy, had Dan Reichel in a very inspirational story about how he got 162 people to play catch with him. Not all at once, mind you. That would have been a hell of a feat itself, let me tell you. Just went around town and played catch with that many people. Really nice story. You can follow... The podcast on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod and on Instagram at Loyal Littles Podcast. Finally, and I certainly mean it, it's the 1 in 44 podcast from the Anderson Center for Autism. Now, with a bit of a foothold here in New York's capital region, they opened a specialized clinic in Latham near where my office is. Well, the office is there, but I work from home as I stay at the beginning. You get it or not. Anyway, 1 in 44, the Anderson Center for Autism had Allison Krause. No, not that Allison Krause. She didn't have Union Station with her, but she is from this organization called Ramapo for Children. And that was a fascinating listen this past weekend on the old pod feeds. You can follow the Anderson Center at Anderson Autism on Twitter and Anderson Center for Autism on Instagram. As for this little dog and pony show, you can. Listen and download new episodes as they come out whenever I'm able to get them out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, or the podcatcher of your choice. If said podcatcher has rating or review capabilities, you can go ahead and leave me a five star review and a good write up. Thanks in advance. And also, a new feature I want to announce here this came to mind, it really blew my mind and you can now be interactive with this here podcast if you listen on spotify i as the host now have the ability to ask you questions related to the episode i won't do it uh, you know i'll do it every once in a while when the mood strikes so be on the lookout for that don't be surprised if you have a little opinion piece on something and i ask you a question so there you have it right there it's one way to engage with my listeners such as they are All right, folks, just waiting for uh, my guest, Andre Chow, to show up, I'm talking to nobody in particular, and uh, just, I don't know, is there any place that would make me look like I have double chins here? Look at myself in this camera. It's embarrassing. Well, you're getting old. That's why. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm 40 about a month and a half from now. Yikes. Never knew I'd make it this far. jeez I'm, I must know something. Well, my guest Andre Chow is a member of the United States Marine Corps and also a fan of the Houston Astros. And
1: all right, here we go, folks. And he will be here any minute now.
0: Let's see. AJ, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Andre. How you doing there, brother? Not too bad. Long time no see. I'm trying to
1: for a long time no uh, chat in this case. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see myself though. Do I turn yes. the, the camera camera? Yeah. The well,
0: if you works? want, if you want to, fine. I haven't seen you in ages. Oh, there you are, brother. <laughs> yeah. No. no I doing... no worries about the cook up some dinner. Okay, I'm, I'm, well, good, I'm good.
2: It's uh, go ahead. just saying it's a little chilly down here, but nothing like New York. I think it's like uh, 60. Well, it <laughs> so, actually
0: was warm. Well, I was actually, I know most
2: of y'all, we <laughs> wish yeah, was actually
0: warmer here today. We're recording, it actually got up to like what 75 here where I'm at right now. Okay, right. you're in what Boston Spa, Boston Lake? Uh, Half Moon, uh, Clifton Park, Half Moon out that way. Okay, nice.
1: Yeah,
2: I know. All my right. mom said it got down to like 30 because she's still she's still in
0: Saratoga. Oh yeah. So all right. So Andre Child joins us here on the Keep It To Yourself podcast, and uh, you're riding a bit of a high, brother. The Houston Astros are in the World Series for what the I'd have to say well, the third time I can remember, or fourth, really? Fourth time, fourth time.
1: Oh, fourth, yeah. time in,
0: fourth time in six years. Third, I've third been, time. Oh, third time, excuse me. Wasn't there one year they didn't yeah, Oh Yeah, third time. They, so it's the third time now
2: since the the trash can debacle. Oh, yeah. And uh, they lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it, was it they lost to the Nats 19. Yep. That was 2019. And they, lost COVID. To the babes. And they that was last year. And now you're so, back uh, for time.
2: And it's redemption. Like, if they uh, kind of, I don't know if they were flat footed against the Nats because they're the wild card team, but you know, baseball can be one of those sports if you're just hot and the Phillies are hot. Um, oh, yeah. if you underestimate your, your opponent, you're gonna, <laughs> you're, 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 not winning. So, um, you're either Philly, honestly, the as Yan- long as Dusty doesn't get conserved.
0: Yep. So as long as yeah. Dusty doesn't it, it, put it, too much of a, too much of a leash on there. We, well, Yankees got one of his players, Marlon Gonzalez and a fat load of good. That did us against you guys. Yeah, get me wrong. In 17,
2: when they won, regardless of the scandal, and that Marwin, been, when he went into Minnesota, kind of still played good, came back to the Strohs last year, but um, he, he was never going to be your difference maker. You, you know, oh. he, he, he was clutch when you needed him, could play all positions infield, field, outfield, but you're going to uh, – you know, he was a subpar par uh, player to begin with, um, had his moments, you know, had his moments for the Strohs, grateful, mm-hmm. but I, I think uh, with his age, and he put on some weight too, I don't know, you um, oh. had, had better hope of getting sent out of Donaldson, which I think didn't live up to the hype. I mean, you can yeah.
0: tell me with his contract. Yeah, but of course, with the Yankees, the big story, but, got uh, you know, 62 home runs this past season. Nothing you can sneeze at there, I'll tell you. Oh, no. And, and
2: I, I remember when they played uh, before the no hitter, the game one of that series. Dusty got conservative and pitched to Jeff which had his first one. Walk- this guy's played too long. They only have his first walk off this far in his career, but uh, um, you know, to poop, not to poo-poo a Yankees fan, but to hear you, some of the fan base boo on the other night, yeah, you had a little slump, but uh, I don't know mm. about you. I wouldn't want to play somewhere after breaking the record
0: and carrying a team that boos me. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. yeah,
2: and we'll,
0: Cash, or better back up the Brinks truck, man. Let me tell you, in the off season, once that gets going,
2: and real- uh, I know we're not really talking Yankees, but somewhere I saw the other day is he spent four point five billion dollars since he's been the GM for one oh, championship.
0: Oh well, so uh, it would be money well spent, but unfortunately not.
1: Yeah,
2: now, uh, if you got a hold of Joe Mullen, he's the uh, the long time Philly fan Mm -hmm. dating back to to Little League, he was repping the
0: Phillies. So, and Bill, too, his brother brother Bill, and I I want to thank Bill Mullen right now for looking up two of us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Bill and Joe both back in West Side. You know, East Side uh, Little League baseball. <laughs> they would always rep, rep the Phillies there. Oh yeah, um, but that was uh, it, it. It'll be an interesting game, and hopefully, it goes six or seven. No one wants this series to go four or five because then, yeah,
0: like the league you know, the last bit of
1: baseball, camp Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little con-
2: I'm a little concerned about the rust uh you know one of our six pitchers her hasn't pitched since mid to late september um Boy. and you know hopefully he's done some simulation games because he was solid all year um and uh they're gonna need to utilize that going back to dusty you know i was a little worried about my colors there I thought, uh-huh. hey, you got the depth. You got two starters. Why not pull the uh-huh. poles? You know, he had to grit through that. Um, and if it wasn't for Cortez being bad and, and his groin hurting, you know, who, who knows? It could be a different, whole different series. But it, Dusty utilizes Garcia and Arcidi when he can, you know, you, not too many teams ever go into the the postseason with six starting pitchers that are healthy. Oh, I yeah.
0: have that's, that's mysteries along the way. That's out. how it is. Yeah, so there you go, right there. So, yeah. so, what, so, Andre, before we get into you being a marine and all that, uh, what's your prediction? You want the Astros, but you said uh, you want this to go six. If not, you think it's going to go the distance?
2: I think Astros in six.
0: Okay, Houston in six. So, man, Bill. Be, Maul- uh, Houston and six,
2: I think two games will be shut down games on both sides pitching, low score, maybe a 3-2 outcome. And then there'll, there'll be one or two just offensive explosions. Man, the bats you know, the across You got the, short, the short wall. And, yeah, you, yep. you got the Crawford box over there in mm-hmm. Houston that both teams could utilize off of. So if they could shut down Harper, because I mean the, the guy's on fire right now playing DH. Yeah, like, I'm a fan of Walkin, who's hot. There you go.
0: Um, if they could shut him down and, and make Schwarber beat him. Oh yeah. Do they still have the hill and center field at Minute uh, Maid Park, or they got? Do they get rid of that? Like that little hilly just going up? They, the they got rid of that quite a while ago. Oh yeah, the hills. Oh, the hills yeah. gone. All right.
2: <laughs> yeah, they don't have eyes anymore. Lance Berkman had that amazing backwards run, I All think, right. against the Cardinals in a
0: uh, in, in NLCS
2: a long time ago.
0: Man, there you go. So you must be a fan of the Houston Astros, going back to the days of you know Craig Biggio and Jeff Bagwell, and that's the only two I know from that era. Oh, yeah, Ken Caminiti. Throw him in there too. BGO's debut in the Astrodome before we moved up to New
2: York. Um, because we moved when I was six. Oh, wow! He debuted, yeah. So I, I saw Nolan Ryan in the dome, and, and kind of wow. like you know, Yankees fans, you're bred into being an Astros fan.
1: Oh, and yeah, when they had 300 losses, and we're not fun seasons being a bit uh.
2: Uh-huh. League pass, whatever they called it, and I I went to bed disappointed every night. So uh-huh. um, it's been a good six year run. They they got a new owner, you know, within that yeah. six years, and they just the uh, they they like anything. If you build a team off you know quality pieces, and then you prepare well and you develop them, you're going to perform. And I think uh-huh. uh, you know it's like. His poor performance, those are the, real, the results you get.
0: And that goes for anything in life. Well, so they go right there. So what you get in is what you get out. So on that note, Andre, uh, you're a uh, member of the United States Marine Corps. Thank you for your service, by the way.
1: Uh, you're welcome. Thank you.
0: Can you hear so me? What, what made you decide to uh, become a Leatherneck?
1: uh
2: honestly you know senior year didn't work out the way i planned and when mm-hmm. 9-11 happened and i was a super senior um you know jay sterling mike carney uh, they were above us you know friends of mine they were already Marines. saw what it did yeah. for them and i just felt it was in part being a new yorker being a young american like i needed yeah. to, just to do my part and then i found out the hard way that you can't get in with a GED. Oh, wow. So, you know, I had to live life and deal with those results. And, uh, and at 23, you know, I met a career recruiter and that's what I've been doing for the last eight years. Um, uh, and he gave me an opportunity to change my life. And, um, you know, people doubted it said, yeah, you're too old. It's too tough. You won't make it. You don't like authority.
1: Uh
2: Um, but none of that mattered. Oh, yeah. I had to prove to myself, country, because I was capable, and not everybody was. Um, oh. And uh, I did two deployments, and then I went on recruiting duty uh, where I've been, you know, doing being a, a recruiter mm-hmm. and trying to give
0: back those same opportunities. Oh, there you go. So. So your career occurred, but uh, you actually had two deployments. Were you out in Iraq or Afghanistan around that time?
1: The uh, I guess the second
2: campaign um, mm-hmm. 2009 and then when they gave, it was, it was uh, 08 into9 and, and when they gave, the country over to the Iraqis and had the uh-huh. first election. Um, we actually escorted some of the some of the ballots, and that was kind of the end of our mission. I was with a uh, specialized unit called Anglico, Fifth Anglico, oh. out of Okinawa, Japan, and oh, wow. um, they basically we controlled in inder- fires, uh, called uh, called in call for fires and airstrikes. Anyway, we weren't utilized anymore in Iraq, so we got ready to go to Afghanistan, which uh, I went in May of 2010 to December,
1: and so mm-hmm. worked with the British, uh, uh, two para and Scott with the the Brits over there, and. Mm-hmm.
0: We have some technical difficulties here, folks. So I'm trying to kill time because dead air is always a good thing to have. Oh, can you not hear me, Jay? Oh, sorry. I must have heard you. I know you keep cutting out every now and again. I'm try- We're trying as best we can. So if you heard me with that, that was for the audience right there, in case they're wondering, what's all that dead air I'm hearing right now? So, you know, I just apologize for the yeah, technical there's- all neither. the listeners out there wondering.
1: But, uh, you know, went with my teams out there and,
2: and then shortly after, uh, I was actually was a recruiter in the Albany area. Oh, yeah. For uh, from 2011 to 17. So, you know, I met a lot of good young men and a few young ladies that we put in the Corps. And, you know, mm-hmm. to this day, they're either still in serving or, or they got out, you know, going on to their second You know, career, you know, having a family or or whatever. And and that's kind of what it's
0: about. There you go, right there. So, hoorah for the core on that whole deal. Well, Andre, uh, I know you want to get supper going right here. And um, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for talking Astros and talking all things World Series. I put out the bat signal to Nick Barrow. I've yet to hear from him as of recording. But again, thanks to Bill Moen for setting up this interview and thanks for chatting me. With a little, for a little while there, bud. I appreciate it.
2: Anytime, Jay. All right. Can it's I get it? Good a, seeing uh, you.
0: The podcast
2: you. is awesome. Way out. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, to all
0: ooh-rah. the other classmates
2: that served. Thanks for what you did. All right. So same
0: Take care, Bye. bud. Bye. Bye now. All right, folks. You may have read the teaser text of this episode that I promised more sports talk. Well, you're going to get it. Sorry. As we're going to wrap up this episode with the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. Now, yours truly is 1-1 one one this season so far. He got his first win when the Bills, I said, take him 2 in the hook. Guess what? They won by 4 over Kansas City and Arrowhead. Pretty mean feat if you ask me. Well, we're going to take it to the West Coast here. But before we do, we got to start this off something proper. Or at least let me give you an intro, like, what the heck are we listening to? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. All right, you know, heard enough of him today. Anyway, what we're going to do here is I take a game from the, mainly the NFL slate of that particular week, and I give you my thoughts on how things are going to go. So with that out the way, let's get the music in here right now. Maestro? Okay, folks, we're going to the only noteworthy game of the day, and that will be... The New York Giants, the New York football Giants, that is, heading to the Pacific Northwest to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Now, Giants, well, they're having one of their best seasons in seemingly a dog's age. They are 6-1, and one, but they are doing it despite a mostly soft schedule. That one loss came against the Dallas Cowboys. I wrote down my notes. The Giants won't have as tough a test until they face this same Cowboys team. In Dallas, or Arlington, or wherever that stadium is, on Thanksgiving Day. Ooh, boy. My brother and I are going to have it out on Thanksgiving Day. Ooh, family drama. But let's stick to the football here. Seattle Seahawks, on the other hand, they're better than most people thought. Geno Smith coming in at quarterback, replacing Russell Wilson. By the way, speaking of which, how crappy of a trade was that for the Denver Broncos? Holy Moses. Oh, man, oh, man. Any just. Back to Seattle here. Geno Smith washed out with the New York Jets, the Giants' crosstown rival. Actually, not crosstown rival. They share the same stadium. Well, Pete Carroll must have something going on with him because he's improved somewhat. Seahawks are 4-3. and three. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this, this is the only game on the entire schedule where both teams are above 500. Seahawks are 4-3 and three going into this contest. Well, we got Daniel Jones, a almost but not quite grizzled veteran against somebody like Dino Smith, a reclamation project if ever there was any. But I will say, Big Blue's going to come up big in the Pacific Northwest. I remember what used to be a house of horrors early on, especially with Tom Coughlin as head coach. But Giants are going to go out west. It's going to be an upset special going into their bye week. The line is Seattle minus three. I'm going straight up upset on that whole deal. And this has been your stone-cold lead pipe lock of the century of the week. You're welcome, America. And believe it or not, that will do it for this not terribly spooky edition of the Keep It to Yourself podcast. Episode number 167 in the series. I thank you as ever for listening. The only spooky thing came up top or close to it. And that was my parody from the beginning of the 1931 film Frankenstein. So that was my way of wishing you all happy Halloween. Be safe out there this weekend and Monday night when the little kiddos are going to be making the rounds, especially here in the rolling hills of Saratoga County. My little Bailiwick. going to be coming around to the front door Bullet House doing their thing with a trick-or-treat bit, including my nephew Hunter. So I just wanted to say be safe, enjoy the night, enjoy the weekend, especially you young sparkies out there like I once was, you know, care for the ladies and all that, you might think you get a treat, but you might get tricked, don't get tricked, that's all I'm trying to say, or you wrap this thing up already, alright, we're getting to the end, so once again, happy Halloween to all of you out there, wherever you may be, I'll talk to you next time, whenever that may be, and as always, and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Otis lives. Love you, Uncle Sid. Love you too, Mom.
2: I'll write
1: it and we'll do it
0: live. This has been a Kitty Pod production. Produced in Saratoga County, New York. Shared with the world.